horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? So what is making news today? Come on down, contestant number two, I'm going to ask you it. <laughs> just thought I'd lighten the mood a little bit, you know? Yeah, Spread yeah. some positive news. So I've ha- been Happy, happy joy, joy? Some happy, happy joy, joy. I've um, been doing a bit of research um, into what makes people happy. Okay, so before we go into what pe- makes mm-hmm. people happy, what makes you happy? Hmm. Kentucky Fried oh, okay. in, the, in the drive-thru with your beloved last night in Valentine's Day. A little bit of chicken fried. Um Cold beer on a Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and the radio on. Probably the things that excite me, make me happy. Sunshine, that first beer <laughs> after working really hard. Second beer ruins it. It's always that first beer that makes me happy when you're absolutely blowing it out your sphincter. One of my favourite quotes uh, on what makes people happy was uh, George St. Pierre, the former UFC yeah. champion, um, Hall of Famer. He said that there are only three things that excite him in this life. Women, dinosaurs, and the violence of the octagon. That's one of my favourite quotes. Dinosaurs are excellent. <laughs> dinosaurs, okay. But he said excite him, right? Yeah. Excite him. All um, right. Very so, so now you've done your research, mm. let's see if we can make people have a smile on their face yeah, today, so, hey? So, look, a, a Harvard professor uh, has done a bit of research, um, and he says that winning the $20 million lottery will not make you happy. Um, he's a professor of medicine at Harvard Medical School. He's explained why it's so short-lived. So let's say you win 20 mil in the lottery. Right. Research shows that at the end of a year, if you poll these same people on how happy they are, their baseline... Uh, they, they've returned back to their baseline. Yeah, and I read an article about someone who won like $26 million. A, a, a guy uh, up north, Walkworth Way, there was a story in the, in the Herald. Oh, I saw this, yes. This was an interesting story because suddenly, you know, he, he made the mistake of telling people. Yes. Next minute, it's handout time. So yeah. complete strangers, and then there's the guilt associated with saying no. Yes. And then he got taken for a ride by yes. uh, a bad investment. A bad investment, and 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 it was either a partner or a yes. girlfriend. Remember that story? Yes, I and do. It, but I it, but it sounds one. like he learnt very quickly. Someone's pulled him aside and said, "Hang, hang on, this is this is wrong." And I think he may have got the money back from the individual. It was, it was sort of there was a it was a slight redemptive story in it. Yes, but. The best thing he, the only thing he ever said was, "Don't tell anyone. Yes. Just don't tell anyone. If you want to do good, do it privately." I have, uh, my wife has acquaintances who are, who are, let's just say, uh, high net worth individuals, right? Right. Who, who, who are constantly, constantly being tapped for coin. Yeah. Because and they and they, and they get to the point where going, well, we can only do so much. Yeah. It's, a, it's definitely an added it's, it's stress. It's almost as if people like it's their right to go and put their hand out. Yes, absolutely. Um, but this professor, he reckoned, even if... So uh, a lot of them were back to their baseline, the majority mm-hmm. back to their baseline. Some of them less happy. So they may have bought a huge house. Probably they would have. A mansion, a car. Some of them spent it away. Some of them gambled away the money. But even if they did... Uh, at the end of three months, it's just a house. It's just a nice car. You yep. get used to it. So this is a process uh, that they call hedonic adaptation, whereby people return to a set level of happiness regardless of their worsening or improving circumstances. So you want a flash car, you go and get a flash car, and then after three months... Well, so, so, I've got a, so I can understand that, right? So you know I do a motorsport show, right? Yes. And I drive lots of flash cars. Yeah. I get the chance to drive lots of flash cars. When you hop in a flash, I hop in a flash car, and I go, you go, yep, okay. And after, literally, if I have it for a day, oh yeah, just another car. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I completely understand that. <coughs> 
excuse me. Uh, yeah, you go through the part where you don't want the car to get scratched at all. You want your friends not to eat in the car, and then at a certain point, you don't care about it anymore. <laughs> that, is, like, that is so true. Do whatever you want, man. I couldn't care less. <laughs> don't curb it. Oh, at first curbing. Oops. Yeah. So, <laughs> if money is not the key to happiness, what is? Well, I found another research. I do a lot of research. You on do this a show. lot of research, but so if money's not the key to happiness, what is? Well, let's take a look at the happiest country on earth. Do you want to have a guess what the happiest country on earth is? I reckon you'll be able to get in the ballpark at least. They're always the same countries. India? No, it's not India. Oh, 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 oh um, ba, 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 ba. is it in the in Tibet? No, 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 no. You're uh, on the wrong continent. Am I? Yeah. Well, I'm gone then. I'm done. Thai, Thailand? It's Finland. Finland. Yeah, so um, Scandinavia, the Nordic yeah, yeah, areas, yep, yep, yep. they always poll as the happiest um, countries. Um, well, there's six things that they do differently to other countries around the world. So the first thing that they do is people are honest with their emotions. Here in New Zealand, we talk around subjects. We aren't very open and free with our, you know, what we actually think. So if I've said, I hate you, Manaya, that's what I would do. I wouldn't. I that's wouldn't, right. I, I, I'll say, Manaya, I hate you. But you've never said that. No, and I, no, I never would, because I don't, <laughs> but I don't believe that. But I was using that as an example. Yes. But if I was being honest with my emotions, I'd say, I hate you, Manaya. Yes, and so there's more tolerance over there with with saying things like yeah, that. Okay. They don't take it personally. Right. Um, they have a better work-life balance, so they're a hard-working country, but uh, they they prioritise taking time off to relax every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, access to nature. So Finland's got an <laughs> abundance of nature, and residents have uh, access to like every forest. Their houses are built in such a way that they've got ready access to get out into nature. They're not just stuck in the city all the time. Okay. Upskilling is highly encouraged. I think here in New Zealand we we discourage that. It's all poppy syndrome sort of. Oh, hang on, hang on. Upskilling is that in the work environment? Upskilling or or personality upskilling? Both. Both. Um, so you know they take a lot of time to develop themselves, learning new ah, things, give yes, their mental he health. Did, he key phrase there: develop themselves. Yep. Simple skills like learning a recipe or recreational activity that they enjoy. Those kind of things aren't shunned. You know, quite often over here, but oh, what are you wasting all your time doing that for, mate? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> What do you upskill in? Uh, Come pro- on. Probably but nothing. Okay, well, <laughs> well, guess what? For your better work-life balance, I suggest, Manaya, you upskill on doing something. Yeah, I better. Um, I'm better learning a language. They have a trusting society. This is something I think New Zealand does quite well. We've got a fairly trusting uh, society. The town I grew up in, no one locked their doors. Oh, but... It- yeah, I'd like to. I think there are still bits of that around the country too. You know, I was, I even, where was I? I was down in Wanaka, you mm-hmm. know, and didn't lock my doors. Didn't didn't feel the need to lock my doors. Yeah, but it wasn't your house, though, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last thing that they do is they don't worry about trying to make themselves happy. They they're content as opposed to being overwhelmingly happy. And I feel like that's something we Kiwis are bad at as well. We're like, if we're not buzzing with joy, then we're unhappy. So they just focus on being content. Rather than overwhelmingly happy, so it's easier said than done when you've got mortgages and things like. And you support like, the warriors. And you, su- oh come on, come on, it's too. <laughs> it is way too early for that. And I don't want my my guests at one thirty, Justin Morgan, hearing you say things like that because he might not pick up the phone. So don't be like that, okay? <laughs> so what makes coaster. you happy? What makes you happy? Why don't you tell us what makes you happy, but why? It's easy to throw down a something on a text and say that was what makes me happy, but tell us why. 
0800 That's 0800 Or just jump on the temper bed post text line. That's double eight double three. That's the question for the day, I think, because we had a bit of a, a somber start, a, a reality a reality check start with the brown butter bean. Dave Latelli. What makes you happy? Double eight double three. The temper bed post text line. Or give us a call and tell us. We'd love a chat. 0800 150 811.